Warhorse, and you're listening to the Four Sides Podcast. And don't forget to tell all your little baby dork-ass friends to listen to the Four Sides Podcast, too. Otherwise, Warhorse is going to rule your ass. Welcome, everybody, to the Four Sides Podcast. I am your host, Caleb Carter. I hope you're having a wonderful day so far. If you're taking time out of that wonderful day to listen to this episode, I want to thank you so, so much for your support. It is very appreciated. Um, If you listened to last episode, you would know that we had a little talk with Big Lee. We talked for about probably an hour and 40 minutes about wrestling and CCW and sharing stories and stuff and it was just a it was a good time had if you haven't listened to that make sure you go back to listen to it it's episode three it's called big lee's boom boom room invasion because we recorded from there so i was invading the boom boom room cross that off my bucket list um another item that i got to cross off my bucket list was being on somebody else's podcast because once we recorded Four Sides, got that done, we recorded an episode for Lee's podcast, which is Big Lee's World. And we talked for probably, let's see, we probably talked for a little over an hour, maybe close to an hour and a half on that one. Uh, we talk about some of the same stuff that we talked about on Four Sides, which he has the explicit rating, so there may be some more things that we talked about on there that we couldn't talk about on four sides so um if that hasn't already been posted by the time i post this episode i'll be on the lookout for that if it has been posted uh make sure you go to bigleesworld.com to check out that episode um you should probably go to bigleesworld.com regardless because uh he's got a lot of good content on there uh, they're actually He's actually starting a series called The History of CCW where he talks about his time in a management role at CCW. So make sure you go show Big Lee's world some love. However, today I'd like to get back into the normal routine of what we usually do here on Four Sides. And that's recapping the shows that I've been to and talking about the ones that I will be going to. So today we're going to recap southern elite championship wrestling show from february the 1st that i went to and we're going to be previewing their show that's coming up this weekend on saturday february the 15th so many of you know that the southern elite championship wrestling show that i was at was my first wrestling show in arkansas But it was also another first-time experience for me as well, as I was the ring announcer for that night. And if I'm going to be completely honest with you, ring announcing is another one of those items that have been on my bucket list for a while. The fact that I was presented with that opportunity was just absolutely amazing. I was actually lost for words and... And to be completely honest with you, I wasn't sure if I was going to say yes to doing this or not at first because, okay, so I received a call uh, probably a few days before the show asking if I was interested and I told them I'd kind of think about it for a little bit. 
and it probably took me an hour or maybe an hour and a half to convince myself that you know this is you know this is something you've wanted to do for a long time Caleb and if you say no the opportunity might not present itself again so I said yes I texted back an hour hour and a half later and I was like this is Caleb I'm in what time do I need to be there and it went from there so that's my probably my first time at a wrestling show to actually be a part of the show and I absolutely want to thank Southern Elite Championship Wrestling and Austin Lane and just everybody in the back that was understanding of the fact that you know that was my first time ever ring announcing or even being part of a wrestling show nonetheless besides being in the crowd of course but they understood that I was nervous and they were very supportive they told me I did a good job and they gave me they gave me advice to on in some ways to improve and you know just constructive feedback and I think I think there needs to be a lot more of that in wrestling these days. So, again, thank you to them for bringing me in, and I'm looking forward to doing it again. So, if you're planning on coming to Southern Elite Championship Wrestling this Saturday, February the 15th, but you weren't able to make it on February the 1st, then I've got some good news for you. I'm going to kind of talk about the show a little bit. I'll talk about the results and just kind of what happened in the match and stuff and hopefully they'll get you ready and just all caught up for a Saturday and stuff. So the opening match of that night was Carter Matthews versus Venom, which a lot of you that are listening right now are probably CCW fans, so you're familiar with Venom, but you're not familiar with Carter Matthews. Uh, Carter Matthews is... Probably one of the top heels right now in Southern Elite Championship Wrestling. Besides besides Jack Parker Jr., of course. And, I don't know, maybe Trent Daniels, but we'll get to that. Uh, Carter Matthews is currently in possession of, I think it's called the Diamond State title. That's not his. And, to be completely honest with you, since that was my first show, I'm... I'm not exactly sure who the rightful owner of the title is, but I mean, I just don't know. I'm not going to say who it is and it not be that. I'll, You know me, I'm always upfront and honest. Anyways, the American Attraction, that's his nickname by the way. The American Attraction, Carter Matthews, uh, he defeated Venom at first, but he kept a submission hold in... After the match, and the referee count gave him a five count to let go, but Carter didn't let go of the submission hold, so the referee had no choice but to reverse the decision. So Venom defeats the American Attraction Carter Matthews by disqualification for what was a decent opening match. So the next match was Trent Daniels versus Chaos. So I was able to watch some clips from the, I believe it was January 18th show. The show that took place before the February 1st one that I went to. And Trent Daniels made his debut there by attacking Chaos. And he instantly became 
I always say one of the most hated guys in the promotion, but like the people of Hoxie, Arkansas really do not like Trent Daniels, which honestly, I can't really blame them because I mean, if Trent Daniels came out and was announced being from anywhere but here or a place that's better than here and then proceeding to talk bad about the town of Hoxie and I was from Hoxie, I probably wouldn't like Trent Daniels. So this obviously was a grudge match, and it didn't last super long as Trent Daniels instantly went for a cheap tactic of using a weapon, I believe, and of course the referee has to disqualify Trent Daniels because he saw it. After the disqualification happens, Trent Daniels continues the beatdown on the hometown hero Chaos until Jamie, who is Chaos's manager, gets in the ring and she attempts to take the fight to Trent Daniels, but Trent Daniels takes a page out of his CCW playbook as Jamie is checking on Chaos and Trent Daniels delivers a kick to Jamie. And shortly after that, uh, Nikki Lane ends up coming out for the apparent save, but Nikki Lane ends up attacking Jamie. So, who knows what that's about. It could be a partnership between Trent Daniels and Nikki Lane. Uh, basically, your guess is just as good as mine at this point. So, the next match that took place was a tag team match. It was the heavyweight champion Jack Parker Jr., and his advocate, the infamous Double J, taking on Warwolf and Jack Parker Jr.'s ex-wife, Crystal Parker. So the story between these two is Jack Parker Jr. and Warwolf used to be a tag team called Beer 30. And then Jack Parker Jr. evidently went bad. So, they have been feuding for quite a while now. And tensions are starting to get really, really high. Uh, Jack Parker Jr. and the infamous Double J end up walking out with the win. Uh, Crystal Parker does get her hands on Double J and Jack Parker Jr. a little bit. But, uh, in the end, Jack Parker Jr. ends up pinning his ex-wife Crystal to get the win. After that, we take a 10-minute intermission, and appropriately, we come back to a 10-man Royal Rumble-style match, where the winner gets a title match anytime. To That was my understanding, anyways. So, the boss, Joey Britt, who is kind of the overhead of Southern Elite Championship Wrestling, and sort of, he sort of serves as the general manager for the show, um... He came out and he hyped up the match. Uh, he called out Carter Matthews, the American attraction, and pretty much says that he's going to be entering the match first, saying that if Carter's going to hold a belt that doesn't belong to him, then the least he can do is go through nine other guys to prove that he's worthy of holding the title. That was Joey's words anyways, not mine. I'm supposed to be unbiased. The second entrant of the match was Venom. So Carter and Venom kind of started the match to to pick up from where they left off in the opening match. Which is always good to see. 
the Battle Royal also featured uh, my my guy Slammer. Shout out to Slammer. Also in the match was Sloppy Slade Sludge. We had Brandon Barber. Had the Outsider. We've got the Hammer and got Trent Daniels. The Hometown Hero Chaos. And then the final entrant was Roscoe Monroe. Who is just absolutely one of the most humble guys I have ever had the pleasure of meeting and now sharing a show with. As for the result of the Royal Rumble match, uh, it appeared that Sloppy Slade was injured, so he spent some time outside the ring. And as Venom threw out, who was apparently the last person, that's what we thought at the time, because we thought that Sloppy Slade was going to be out of the match because, you know, he was hurt. But as soon as Venom throws the other guy over, uh, Sloppy Slade ends up jumping to his feet, getting in the ring and throwing out Venom to win the Royal Rumble match. So Sloppy Slade will be getting a future title shot. Not that I, or not that you have to agree with the tactics, but... Sloppy Slade got the job done, so it is what it is. And finally, the main event of that show was Mike Anthony and Austin Lane defending the SCCW Tag Team titles against the LA Hustlers in a Hoxie Street fight. And boy, this was a very, very hardcore match. Which, I mean, it was a street fight, so of course it was a hardcore match, but... Wow. These men fought all over the place. Definitely match of the night for me. A good back and forth between Austin Lane and Mike Anthony and the LA Hustlers. There were still chairs. There were frying pans. There was even a stop sign. And there was a door. Yes, a door. Like the ones you see on Game Changer Wrestling where... Guys like Matthew Justice and Nick Gage and those kinds of guys. Like, it was a it was a pretty big door. It was a pretty big door that Bradley ended up getting speared through by Austin Lane from the apron to the floor. An absolutely brutal spot. And then Mike Anthony is able to hit a flying elbow drop on Lamont to pick up the win and retain the SECW Tag Team titles. Again, my hat's off to both of these teams. They absolutely killed it. I can't wait to see these two teams face each other again. What a main event that was. What a way to end the show. So now that we have recapped the show from February the 1st, we're going to talk about the show that's coming up this weekend from Southern Elite Championship Wrestling. It'll be this Saturday, February 15th. Doors open at 6 o'clock. Bell time is at 7. It is located at 609 Southeast Gibson Street in Hoxie, Arkansas. If you get lost, it's across from a Dollar General and it's behind Mike's Tire Shop. So hopefully that will help you. But if you want to be safe, Google Maps. Type the address in Google Maps. You'll find it just fine. I found it just fine. So can you. Anyways, let's talk about the show. After successfully defending the tag team titles, Austin Lane and Mike Anthony will both be in singles action as 
Austin Lane will be taking on Trent Ware, and Mike Anthony will be taking on Andy Mack. If you're familiar with Austin Lane and Mike Anthony, you'll know that they are capable of shining as singles competitors and tag team competitors. So, they've been teaming together for the last few shows, I believe, or couple shows. So, it'd be kind of nice to see them in singles action, you know? Give them kind of a break from tag team action. But after this, they won't get that much of a break from defending their tag team titles as we've got a number one contenders match between the LA Hustlers and the tag team of Action Jackson and Brandon Barber. So I saw Brandon Barber at the last show, and I don't think I have to tell you how good the LA Hustlers are, because whether you like them or not, you gotta admit that they have been killing it this past year. They've won the CCW Tag Team titles, and have probably held those titles longer than anybody else have, and they have held just countless tag team titles like I, I can't even keep track anymore they have been going all over the place winning titles and dominating every single tag team division that they are a part of so it's kind of hard to bet against the hustlers here I think they're gonna get another opportunity at the tag team titles but I certainly don't want to count out the tag team of Brandon Barber and Action Jackson they may end up winning the match, becoming the number one contenders, and possibly winning the tag team titles in the future. You never know. Best way to find out is to come to the show. We're also going to see a rematch between the current day Andy Kaufman, as he calls himself, trending Trent Daniels, taking on the hometown hero, Chaos. Will Chaos finally get some revenge against Trent Daniels? Or is Trent Daniels going to be the one standing tall again? And what really, really interests me is how are Nikki Lane and Jamie going to affect the match? Are they going to affect the outcome? Will Nikki Lane be by Trent Daniels' side? Have they formed a team, a partnership? Still so many questions up in the air, and I am keeping my eyes on this match to answer some of those questions. And plus, we've got a huge grudge match between Venom and Sloppy Slade Sludge, who won that Royal Rumble match by eliminating Venom after pretending to be injured outside the ring. So Venom looks to get some revenge after feeling somewhat robbed, and rightfully so in the eyes of some people. Will Venom be able to pick up the win in this match and get a little bit of revenge, or... The Sloppy Slade got another one of them tricks up his sleeve. I guess we'll have to find out. And last but not least, we have a huge main event match for you. It's for the SCCW Heavyweight Championship. The defending champion, Jack Parker Jr., takes on his former tag team partner, War Wolf. And if you've ever seen a dog collar match, you know what you're in for. This is going to be another one of those brutal matches. If you have not seen a dog collar match, I recommend you go look some up on YouTube. Two of my favorite dog collar matches from the past few years. Um, one of them is Paco versus Danny Adams from Glory Pro. And then there's Ethan Page versus MJF from Alpha One Wrestling. Those are two examples of how brutal a dog collar match can be. And I think this is a fitting stipulation for... Two guys that have been fighting for 
such a long time and are ready to potentially put the feud behind them and prove who the better man is once and for all. So I believe that whoever wins this match is going to be the better man and they are for sure going to be the Southern Elite Championship Wrestling Heavyweight Champion. Will it be Jack Parker Jr. keeping the title or will Warwolf become the new champion? If you want to be one of the first to find out the answer to that question, if you want answers to all the questions we've asked tonight, the best way to find out is to come to the show. Once again, it is Saturday, February 15th. It's at 609 Southeast Gibson Street in Hoxie, Arkansas. Doors open at 6 p.m., bell time's at 7. Tickets are only $5. You cannot beat that. If you're in the Hoxie, Arkansas area, or even if you're willing to make the drive, come on out, have a fun night with us. It's a family-friendly show, so feel free to bring the kids. They will enjoy the show. I always see kids at wrestling, and they absolutely love it. I always tell people with kids that I know, hey, if you're looking for something cheap to do, bring them to a local wrestling show. Like, honestly, I haven't really seen a indie wrestling show that charges more than $15 for a kid to get in. Like, I know Glory Pro up north, they have been letting kids in for free at some of their shows, but they've started a new thing where they only charge $5 for a child under the age of, I think it's 10, so yeah, these smaller wrestling shows are very, very accommodating for that. We love seeing everybody we can at the shows. We appreciate everybody's support. I appreciate everybody's support and everybody that listens to Four Sides, everybody that supports me in my wrestling journey. Just thank you so, so much. I can never say that enough. Uh, some other wrestling shows that I'll be going to in the coming month. Uh, we've got St. Louis Anarchy coming up next weekend. It's the In Your Hall Strong Style. Uh, I'm actually making that another double shot weekend because Anarchy is on the Friday and Saturday is Dynamo Pro Wrestling's Mardi Gras Mayhem. I'm going to go watch my boy James Brady kill it. Shout out to James Brady. Hope to get you on the show sometime soon, my friend. Tell Savannah I said hi. And then the very next weekend is also a double shot weekend as we've got CCW's Chaos in Charleston 2 on Saturday, February the 29th in Charleston, Missouri featuring ECW original Rhino and we've got so many matches on the card for that and we will talk about them on a later episode. And then the very next day in Collinsville, Illinois, you've got Glory Pro Wrestling's third anniversary show. And you're going to have Nick Gage there. You're going to have AJ Gray, KLD, Shay Sheen, uh, Chris Dickinson's going to be there, Dan Housen, Ace Romero. That's going to be a, a great weekend. And then on March 7th, you've got Pro Wrestling Epic featuring AEW star Priscilla Kelly. So that's going to be another awesome show. And that right there is going to wrap it up for another episode of the Four Sides Podcast. Make sure you follow us here on Anchor or Spotify or whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget to hit that share button. Don't forget to like the Four Sides Facebook page for updates. You can also follow on Twitter at Four Sides IV. And if you've got any questions, 
feel free to shoot me an email. My email is foursidesiv at gmail.com. And thank you so, so much for listening today. I appreciate you taking your time out of your busy schedule to show your support for me. I'm never, ever going to be able to properly express how much I appreciate you all. On next week's episode, we're going to be recapping the Southern Elite Championship Wrestling Show that takes place this weekend. And we're going to be reviewing, or should I say previewing, St. Louis Anarchy's In Your Hall, Strong Style, and possibly Dynamo Pro. Thank you so much for tuning in today, everybody, and I will see you next time.